1: Again, it's 9.33. Got my Raiders playing the Detroit Lions, and they're losing like I knew they would. I hope I picked Detroit. I'm pretty sure I did. Because I told myself, folks, I ain't picking no more Raiders games, goddamn. Fuck them. They are cursed. However, Detroit Lions are cursed, but they're doing better this season. So, I don't know. Let's see. They're 5-2. and two. Goddamn. That, and I know folks, I hope all you guys had a great weekend. Welcome! Episode 120, guys. Jay take out the trash!
2: Good news, Grant Mills. I can confirm you did, in fact, pick Detroit, so... Confirmed your suspicions there. Picks we'll get into later. Uh, we can take as much time as you want. I do not want to get into them right now because some of them <sighs> are really bad. Um, rough week. I know I missed a lot of them on, on both. Yeah. God, it was pretty rough bad. week, but I think you and I spoke. You've got to shoot for the underdogs at this point in the season. And if you watch some college football this weekend, and I know you did, there were some good fights. I mean, not a lot of underdogs came out on top, but there was definitely some good scraping by games. I still think we're going to see some upsets in the coming weeks, but I've said that all season, so what the fuck do I know? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So, how about that cold weather today? Yeah, finally. Yeah, finally I think a little it's to go back to like 75 later on this week though. Yeah, I think Saturday we're looking at a uh, 72, 70 high, 50 low. so nice and Cool at night. I wouldn't say quite chilly, but trying to <laughs> grab uh, a. <nah. laughs> uh, do you say bless you, excuse you, or ah? Uh, we're well, men. We say fuck it. We, we don't care. Well, That's fuck it for us. You know, know it is. is like, what are
0: you doing? She
2: <laughs> She usually, usually would join in on the burping. I think she's pretty uh, burp friendly. She's been around me long enough, and I've had, I've hosted uh, the the wacky pack of crew members over here plenty of times. She knows we're all. Uh, burping and farting and shit she did tell me this weekend when we get together looking forward to that uh keep it outside keep the burps burps and the smoke and the drinking out
1: there we'll never smoke inside do we oh, oh okay so not
2: in the foyer or what the uh <laughs> not foyer what, what is that not in the room we gotta keep the well smoke. the sun room she no she doesn't mind if we we, we do it there she just oh, okay. didn't want it coming inside so she said if you're gonna be smoking out there don't be coming in and out and I said, "Well, we will uh, be." Uh, so <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I can smoke
1: outside, man. That ain't no big deal for me. No, I'm just clowning. I need to get some more, man. I'm fucking getting, I'm getting, getting low there, man. I'm gonna have a, i am have ai have a sneaking suspicion when I call the weed man, he's gonna be like, "I'm out of town" or some shit. I hope not,
2: but. Oh yeah, that uh, I got a nice cigar. Jarvis Beavers got me for my birthday. I haven't smoked. I was actually gonna do it at the Alabama-Tennessee game. And the uh, opportunity actually did not present itself, so maybe saving that for this weekend because that one actually... Did you see that one that he got? Uh, It's like an old glass tube and packed all nice. Smells really good. I'm not really... I kind of distanced myself from cigars. I had a couple of... had a few good ones, several bad ones in a row, so I kind of took a little break off of uh, smoking those. But man, this time of year when it is kind of cool outside and you got a little heater or something... It's always nice to go out there with a little bourbon at night. The now you're out. not you're not supposed to inhale any cigars, is that right? You are not supposed to inhale a cigar, no. So, uh um, okay, yeah. And, you know, I I still try to. I don't ever inhale it, but I probably pull a little harder than most. Probably harder than you should on it to try to get a little bit of smoke in there, but I don't want to just pick them out. How's your weekend it was good we had a good weekend uh had a halloween party went to that was pretty fun did that saturday night had some uh kid time pumpkin set up everybody's getting ready for halloween tomorrow happy halloween to all of you guys to all those who celebrate so really getting everybody in gear kind of cramming it all in one weekend halloween party final costume adjustments for the children getting them ready for school this week you know they do halloween days and stuff the first two days so uh all that kind of stuff and then after that man thanksgiving christmas so but one step at a time it was a halloween weekend how about yourself grant mills anything exciting to go on happy halloween So,
1: um, I really didn't do too much, man. I was, uh, nah, nah, didn't, didn't do too much, man. Really didn't leave the house. Really watched, uh, watched the games, man. What the hell are you doing? Loading a gun
2: back there? I was, <laughs> can't believe you heard that. I should have muted myself. I was opening a, uh, little Ziploc wrapper. Oh. Yeah. Nothing exciting in there. No, no, no green. No rain, no pills, no motherfucking cocaine, I love it. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Wiz? What I do, Wiz? I'm on. Uh, Jogo again?
1: Yeah, you know,
0: I'm Bobby went to some parties, and stuff.
1: Uh, okay. Did you dress up?
0: Yeah, we went to Raggedy Ann and Andy, yeah.
1: Oh. That's oh, cute. God. That's cute.
0: I know it is, dumbasses. It's pretty cute.
1: Cool. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Raggedy Ann and Andy, okay. It's not really original, though.
0: Hey, it was still pretty fun, we had a good time, we was drinking Jell-O shots and uh, hanging out with, uh, with my friends and shit.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, you, you got other friends, huh?
0: I'm like, I don't just hang out with y'all you i me. I'm, a, I'm kind of a, a cultural, multicultural man, you know. I hang out with everybody.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Multicultural? <sighs>
0: I'm a man of people, yeah. Hmm.
1: <laughs> okay, that's uh, hostile.
0: I mean, yeah, I was playing Nintendo. I was playing around with that fire, yeah.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Well, I mean, you're
1: not from the
2: streets like Monday. Okay. Well, I did have sex with a girl this weekend, though. But that is oh. one thing I did do. Oh, that's one thing you did do this weekend. Got out of the house for that, or she came over. How'd that go? It was all right. It was all right. Uh, she has one big titty and one small titty. Her friends call her Biggie Small.
0: <laughs> I that chuckle. That's
2: kind of funny. We're gonna start rating these. Me and Wiss, we'll uh, team up on that. I'm gonna give that one a six out of ten.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's like a, yeah, that's like a five. Yeah, Yeah, okay,
1: I got you. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's um, man. I am. Um, I'm glad for the colder weather. You know. Yeah. It's going to be a. It's uh, going to go in and out here. Are we going to fucking get some after this week? Yeah, hopefully we'll actually
2: get a little fall weather before it gets bitterly cold. So it'll be nice if it warms up, man. Because this, I went, uh, took a little walk outside yesterday and it was up to 84, 85, and it was miserable. And so today, what did it even get down to today? It felt like 40s almost tonight, but I can't tell if I'm just being a sissy because it's been warm so long. And when it's finally cold, I'm just over hyping it but i think the weekend weather we're having is gonna be nice 70 50 should be pretty pretty pleasant so hopefully it'll stay in that zone well that would be cool you man. know what i actually thought about you grant mills i actually did some wings this weekend did a little test run on some wings because was gonna make some for this upcoming weekend do you ever uh, i know you've cooked just about everything you ever get down on wings or make them or
1: I have not. So you
2: went and got some raw wings from the stove and got some seasonings and sauce. I did actually. So I wanted to try a couple of different ways. I like mine crispy. I like them fall off the bone. Uh, Let me ask you this. How do you do your wings? Do you do a full wing or do you cut them up at the joints? So this is pretty new to me. I've made wings before, but it's been a long time. So watch some YouTube, read some recipes, talk to my wife because she does a lot of cooking and she's made some wings before. And I bought these already cut up. So they already had nice. Yeah, you pay a little more, but man, they're ready. And I also just wanted to do a little test drive with some different sauces. So I figured I would do three this weekend. So I think it came with like 12 wings in the pack, like eight bucks. I wanted to do some naked ones, just basic crispy wings. You know, the kind you want to just dip with the seasoning on them. Same thing on the next two, except I dipped them in sauces, coated them. I did a mild sauce and a tangy barbecue. And the, the mild was really good. So this was, I think, the Frank's Red Hot mild sauce, so it's still not like a basic mild. It's still got a little pop to it. Um, but the naked ones came out really crispy and really good, and then the mild came out good. The tangy barbecue, uh, man, it's just too messy, I think. So did fry them? Actually, oven baked them. Mm. bake them in the oven try to do uh and even uh this week after i did them i actually bought uh some went and got some new pans new oven like the racks that go in there so i can uh try to do a lot more i'd like to make some this weekend for our uh, guests coming over hanging out you'll be in in that group of course and so hopefully trying to trying to perfect the recipe so i did do that that was uh, I didn't have sex with a girl this weekend with two different sized titties, um, but I did have three different flavored wings and was pretty pleased with them overall, man. But I cannot take any credit. I think this day and age, it was uh, watching YouTube. If you can follow some motherfuckers' instructions, that does them a lot more than me. Uh, they they came out pretty good. I'll let you be the judge, and we'll we'll revisit that next week though. So, but pretty proud so far. What did you season them with besides the sauce? Pretty simple, I think when I do revisit that, it had seasoned salt, I found this, uh, and I can't remember the brand, it escapes me, but it was basic seasoning salt, so kind of some garlic powder, salt of course, uh, a little paprika in there, I believe that's what was on the ingredients. Then of course, a pretty heavy dose of pepper, and uh, you know, baking powder, flour, and I think that was it. That seasoning salt was good, but I do think I could have been a little more generous with that um and then the uh i believe it was frank's red hot sauce i think it was tangy barbecue And uh, now did you uh, mix that with butter or did you just go straight up sauce just went straight up sauce would you recommend trying the butter out or
1: what do you think uh, how i've always heard wing sauce still hot sauce and butter and mm. uh also a good touchdown i'm, I'm gonna I'm, i want to work on this too but like it incorporate i have to have a food item with it too i guess but like your own homemade ranch you gotta do that too I saw somebody make that on YouTube, man. That looked
2: really good. Uh, homemade my... ranches are way, way better than the store-bought shit. It's funny you say that because I don't particularly like ranch when it's store-bought from a bottle. Don't know why, but I've had it homemade before. Because it's got too much vinegar in it. That's why you don't like it. I guarantee it. Because that's, the,
1: yeah. They have to put it. a lot of that in there to preserve it. But if you do it at home, you can make a way better, like a more one that's got kick to it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, finish isn't so tangy It's got too much tang on it it's got vinegar in it man too much vinegar in there man yeah Fucked you know how it flavor you know how we'd be feeling about <laughs> put all vinegar around y'all yeah. yeah so i don't uh, i don't do any store-bought but uh i would like to do some homemade but then like i said i'd have to have something to put it on like wings or something so that's like a that's like a
2: two-in-one yeah so, you know it's that's I feel like, you know, when you have people over wings, especially for football in this time of year, always a good go-to. I'm
1: surprised uh, your wife doesn't make some kind of home, homemade ranch, man.
2: You know what? I, I'm kind of surprised, too. I need to ask her if she's ever tried it. I might have to do that because she's a pretty good cook. And as as much as she's made different things and likes to experiment in the in the kitchen, I wonder if she's either tried it before or uh, if it's something she'd be interested. I might have her try to get down. So I'm going to try to recruit her to make a couple extra little things this week. I'm not going to make a huge spread, but I'm going to put a put a decent amount of food. I'm thinking the wings, maybe some sausage. Uh, maybe bring back some pizzelles. I thought those were a pretty big hit. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. That way everybody has a little bit. But, man, wings, it was fun to make them, too. I, I kind of liked experimenting with them a little bit. They tasted good. I just couldn't, you know, I cannot get down and wrap my head around prices of everything now i know inflation but man i'm just so oblivious to 20 years passing me by i'm still used to you know quarter wing night somewhere and now you know a tray at hooters like 60 70 bucks oh yeah so but they were pretty good i'll let you guys be the judge of that this weekend i think i'm gonna go uh maybe just the mild uh i think everybody could would like those but pretty good pretty fun to give it a try i will uh Again, come back to that. We'll circle back next week and let you and Jarvis and everybody have a... uh, Well, he ain't coming up. Hugh, Wiss, L.D., Duck. I'll be the judge of the wings. Wing time. And college.
1: We were just talking about some college football. Uh, Pro football. Man. Huh, the fuck Kansas City got beat by Denver. Another
2: one of my picks that went to hell. Yeah. Picks were all over the place. I could I watched a little bit of that. Could not wrap my head around it. Uh, college, I couldn't wrap my head around half the games that played. Auburn actually looked pretty impressive this weekend.
0: I played Mississippi
2: I, State, though, right? Was they did. State? Yeah, they did. But they actually learned how to adopt the forward pass in their – game which was surprising considering the weeks before uh kansas knocking off oklahoma i knew we'd have an upset i called it last week but i made such a bold statement on four games saying one of these or most of these might have an upset and we had one of them kansas knocking off oklahoma um but a lot of good games yeah, i know i called that one wrong for sure i did too and, uh that was our first one we talked about last week. And I even said, oh, Kansas, Oklahoma. So, and then Florida and uh, Georgia, you and I both went Florida and they didn't even show up to fucking play.
0: That's
2: pretty bad, man.
1: yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why I picked the fucking Florida to win.
2: Damn. I thought they would have it in them. I think this week will be a little – Georgia's got Mizzou who has played surprisingly well. But it's at Georgia, and Georgia is riding, if, I, if I'm correct, I think they're at 25 in their win streak. Alabama holds the top three spots at 28 uh, apiece. I think they also hold the next one, which is 26. So, yeah, no good if, uh, listen, I respect Georgia. I damn sure would want Missouri to upset them so they don't intrude on Alabama's streaks.
1: Alabama's defense looks really, really good. Um,
2: Defense.
1: Tennessee could have won that game. We're not going to talk about a couple of things in that game, but they didn't though. So thank God. But, uh, you know, if they would have done a couple of things in that game, they might've gotten Bama. And that's what I'm worried about next week's LSU uh, or this week's LSU um, matchup. Cause I think that, it, you know, if I don't know, Brian Kelly or the, or the, um, was it OC? Yeah, those, she would, you know, I think they're going to call. They'll
2: go, they'll take some chances, you know. Oh, yeah. They have nothing to lose. Six and two. They're likely not playing for a title. Never say never, but no two loss team has been in at this point. You're at Alabama. And let's just be honest. I mean, if a coach wins at Alabama, especially, you know, obviously in the SEC, you love that. That's a high water mark for a coach. That's what Auburn wants to do every year. So if Brian Kelly does that back-to-back years, that definitely uh, really sets a precedent for him, how good he's gonna be as a coach. But I think it also catapults at LSU into the West. So dangerous game this week, Alabama coming off a bye. I think that helps them a lot. Jaden Daniels, man, great quarterback though. Only three interceptions on the season. Alabama historically does not do well with a mobile quarterback. Um, I think Manziel. Uh, that was a uh, some tough years. They did beat him the second time around, but yeah, it's a uh, it'll be a good game. Glad to have everybody over. Nice night game in Tuscaloosa. Six forty five kickoff. Uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch it and win, it's best to celebrate with your friends. But unfortunately, if they do lose, it's best to drown your sorrows with the homies. True,
1: land, and you know.
0: Just uh-huh. looked at
2: the over/under this week. It's sixty. You think it's gonna be over sixty Ooh. or under sixty? Under. Yeah, I was gonna say. T- I think I'm gonna take the un- under all that all day. Yeah. Yep. Yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. I don't know. They
2: could get into a shootout, though. Jaden Daniels, fast, mobile quarterback. Noro's kind of finding his, his spot. Mm. Never know. I I would take the under, though. True, Man, let me ask you this. Please. Haunted house or haunted trail? Ooh. Did not see that question coming, and it is a great-looking question. I have uh, been to both in my day as a big Halloween enthusiast. Oh God, I don't think anything beats a classic haunted house, but I've been to a couple of really good haunted trails, but I'm going to err towards haunted house. How do you feel about that? Haunted trails, crazy shit. I mean, I've heard of people getting killed on those damn things,
1: like for damn. real. So, uh, I'll go haunted trails because they're fucking crazy. I ain't never yeah. heard of nobody getting killed at a haunted house, but I've heard about a couple of people getting killed on a haunted trail. Um, so yeah. I've been on both, too, and the Haunted Trail is way more scary. I guess because you're outside, and I don't don't know, man. It's just
2: a fucking trail out in the woods, you know? I like the elements of the Haunted Trail better than the Haunted House. Being out in the open, especially deep south, the woods, there's something about that that gives it a little more creepy vibe to me. Been to some good Haunted Houses, though, and I've been to some really, really, really shitty ones as well. Did you like Atrix when it? Because I don't. Is it not around anymore? Because I ain't seen any kind of commercials or anything. It's around. It's it's still around. Uh, I've went I about really try to fucking promote the fuck out of it, though. I think they're about anything this year. You know, I wonder if they've just slowed down because they've stayed so popular. Uh, they did do local news. I know that for a fact. Got an in there, but you don't really see the. Well, I wonder how radio commercials would even do anymore, being such a sluggish uh, media outlet uh people still yeah i guess people get down but yeah atrox is uh one of my favorites i've just gone so many times i know they change it a little bit every year i just they still have the same a lot of the same elements I actually met the guy that uh, owns that he's it's bizarre because he's such a he, he's not how you would think he would be he's very businessman very polished um, but maybe so is that all he does or does he have like a bunch of other businesses or something uh, my understanding that's all he does now he came from a business background for a big uh, Alabama company but I believe Atrox is his bread and butter now and man if you're working really six weeks out of the year I know you got to keep it and maintain it year-round but dude what a good gig that's something we need to get down on
1: yeah I don't know I think about insurance and liability and all that
2: shit when it comes to that. Yeah, they're pretty, we went behind the scenes a couple of years ago. Um, Not all the way, but for a lot, man. There's a lot into it, mostly with the fire suppression and things like that. But I don't think it's as bad as you think, Um, especially if you're just starting out with him, how big he is. I think it's probably a little more, but uh, they make a lot of money. Their tickets are not cheap. I'm actually looking at their website now. And let's take a look. They actually continue to go into November, November 10th and 11th. They're having an event called the Lights Out with glow sticks and total darkness. Sounds like a rave. Tickets start at $28 for the haunted house and for the uh, glow event, $30. So $28 a piece. You know, you're not going alone. You're usually going in groups. So most groups, he's gonna make at least a hundred bucks, man. I think he's, uh, I think he's raking it in. Hmm. Have you been to it? Uh, not lately. I'm trying to think of the last time, man. It's probably been 10 years since I've been there. It's been a long time. Did you ever go when it was Slain Manor before it was actually Atrox? No. I went but. to JC's haunted house before. Oh, that was terrible. Did we did, did, you, did we go with Jarvis Beavers years ago? I think that was I, us. I
1: don't know if that was us. I know I went with a couple of Beaches one time, but I don't know if that was...
2: Yeah, I don't know if we went one time i don't think i was on that one with you and jarvis though okay that was uh (laughs) i don't think that was us we did go one time it wasn't wasn't Vito with y'all i think so Uh, yeah he was he was 100 percent. yeah yeah that's what i thought i think it was you Vito, and him and then uh, some some bitches or something yeah you know what i think that was the same halloween we went to the remodeled grocery store where Vito threw himself on a car And then Jarvis, the famous <laughs> quote came up. Damn it, yeah. Oh. I definitely wasn't there for that, because I would have remembered. Oh, you, you can't forget that one. Uh yeah, the, the the uh that's where we got tricked. We went to a old grocery store that they remodeled into a quote unquote haunted house, but it turned out to be one of those hell houses where oh, uh, the the Christian Yeah, it threw yeah. us off so much. Oh the, man. Man, it was uh very very unexpected because everybody's talking about how scary it was and what they heard and this is right before you know social media got big actually probably a couple of years so you don't know what to expect reviews on things are very very limited so we we were just told us a really creepy haunted house went over there we're outside waiting huge line Vito jumps on his girlfriend's car at the time <laughs> acting crazy uh jarvis is dating a girl with her the penis head haircut you remember the. Oh yeah, the bowl, the bowl, cut. Yeah, the bowl cut that angles down. Yeah, oh, oh my God, it's I ain't going inside that spook house. <laughs> we were all oh, dying, God. laughing. I don't even—I don't even think he ended up going in because I think his the girl he brought got scared, which is funny because it was the least scary thing in there. Vito and I go in, and it was just terrible. It was just scenes. They had them almost like small mini plays. Like you go in there. And there's two people fighting or pretending to argue and one shoots the other with a blank gun. And after drinking or some shit, it's like, this is the dangers of drinking and firearms. And you go to the next scene, and it's like teenagers, uh, teenage pregnancy or something. So, Damn Christian edutainment. Yeah, they handed us pamphlets at the end. I handed mine right back, told them I didn't (laughs) want to waste it. Felt like I had just wasted all my money. So that one was a letdown. I wonder if they still do those hell houses. Did you ever go to a hell house no yeah well you're not missing out no
1: i never went to one of those but i I remember i remember hearing about them though because i thought y'all had
2: went to jc's on that one now i didn't know i didn't know it was a hell house well we went to jc's i think that same year i don't know if it was the same night and it very well could have been I believe it might i would have to check with them my memory after many years of doing stupid shit is absolutely shot but the jc's i remember it very well because the house was cool outside and you may remember since you've been the house looks pretty intimidating it's pretty creepy downtown but man it felt like we were in there two minutes and walked right the fuck back out it was very like lame and fast so <clears throat> yeah i don't know
1: Kind of weird about haunted houses uh, they're cool but i don't i don't get into them like some people
2: what about like sauce furnace did you ever go down to fright furnace uh, i think so uh, i think i did uh, but uh i'm not uh, totally sure about that one did you go to that yeah i actually worked there uh briefly in high school one night my mom was not I, I couldn't drive yet i think i was 15 and worked there as a clown in a clown maze. They put me in the clown maze and I had to pretend to be a statue among other actually fake statues. Then when people popped out, I'd be like, bleh. Um, it was cool, but I, I got out at like one o'clock and I was in high school and my mom had to come and pick me up and she was like, this isn't gonna fly, you're not coming back. So um, yeah, I had gone a couple of times. Yeah, uh, it, it's okay. I, I think with as cool as Lost Furnace is, they could do a lot more with it. but um it, it's just I, I feel like you're right you know atrox it's been there forever Sloss furnace i don't really know any others around here but man 30 dollars a pop then if i take the kids and the wife we're already looking at 100 bucks to sit in line <clears throat> and wait on shit that we've already done before it, i love them i like the vibe absolutely love halloween but i just can't afford to keep recycling the same haunted houses that i've already been to a couple of times
1: so what are y'all doing? Are y'all doing the trick-or-treat this
2: year with the, both kids or like in the neighborhood or what? Yeah, the neighborhood goes pretty hard, I think, for Halloween. It's a nice little in neighborhood. Got the sidewalk, so we'll let the kids... Uh, we split up here and there. I, I like to stay at home, hand out candy too. My wife will take the kids out, let them uh, knock on some doors, trick-or-treat, get some candy. I'll raid the candy later, and then she may come back, let me take them the other way and she'll hand out candy so that's that's probably the plan it gets pretty busy around here some people probably the older folks don't really get into it turning their lights off and shit so if you want to come over and hand out some candy be our guest (laughs) candy time would you like some candy little girl (laughs) (laughs) oh god run Ah, uh, fun times everyone. I was gonna ask you, you've lived in apartments and, and the condos and stuff. And, and I thought about that in New York. Do, do people trick or treat in multi-unit buildings? No, there's no. not really any kids here though. Okay.
1: Especially sense. like young professionals or like older people. Um, females with dogs. So, but usually there's something going on at like the bar down the street. I'm not going to go though, man. I'm just, uh, I don't, I'm not feeling it,
2: man. I don't care. Maybe I should, but I just don't, I don't want to, I don't give a shit. Go out and get you a, uh, get you a nice Halloween cocktail or beer, but it's on a Tuesday too. I, I, I've, I've, I've seen talk where people have suggested changing Halloween to the last Saturday of the month. And I'm not for that because I, I think you got to honor the traditional October 31st. It's it ends the month close with something scary. And then we're into the holiday season. Damn it. Ugh. But at the same time, man, I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I'm 50, 50 on the idea. I believe in tradition. I believe in the 31st, but also man, having it on the last Saturday, it'd be just be so much more fun for everybody.
1: Yeah, it would be kind of party and do your thing, which I, I guess people did that this past weekend. Um, But yeah, no, 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 I like Halloween. They're they're really big on it, dude. I don't go to parties or anything like a lot of people do.
2: Um, just, I don't know. We've got a good friend, you know him. uh, He uh, he does a Halloween party every year. He does a really good job. I'll have to ask him next year. He's always got room for more. Got a nice house, and we'll see if uh, we can all get down there. Oh God, y'all are never coming back, assholes! Y'all get together. Um. We've thought about doing a Halloween party, but it just uh hasn't come up yet. We usually go to his and that's that kind of gets our Halloween party fix. But holiday season coming up after this, Grant Mills. You got any holiday plans this year? I don't, so me and you can make some uh, and that get would some be homeless. Curious. I'd like to. Uh, actually
1: I had to take next week at all, uh, next week. Yeah, next week I had to take next week off. Cause not for any real reason other than I gotta take the time or I lose it type of deal. Ooh, yeah. So uh, I've forgotten bad about forgetting about that shit during the. If you don't have a family, man, you kind of uh, you don't really look at that. When you have a family, you know, you, you gotta you're gonna keep more. You're gonna be more attentive to your vacation time, kind of plan it out because you gotta do shit with the kids or the wife, and you know, you're sure. gonna be more um, organized with it. But man, being, yeah, being single, man, I just fucking forgot about that shit. I'm like, oh god, I gotta take my floating holiday and my weekend shit. I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and take it next week. I don't know. Maybe I'll drive down the beach and see uh, Jarvis or something.
2: <laughs> you know what? You know. should.
1: Yeah. He told me to, sure. but I don't know. I drive every fucking day. I don't really want to drive, dude. And then a rock hit my fucking windshield, dude, and got a goddamn crack in that bitch now. And I'm like, motherfucker.
2: Because oh, I was like, uh... I was going to
1: tint the windows and shit. And then I, I drive so much, man, that like, this should happen. So I'm like, god damn it. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you got to be calling safe shit. light.
1: Man, I hate going over there, dude. I had to do that the other one time, man. It was a pain in the ass. Taking the windshield but out, anyway. Of shit. Yeah, I had to
2: get it replaced and some other shit, so it was pretty stupid. But I don't know if if Jarvis still got some good weather going on. Taking some time, going down there and chilling for a couple of days wouldn't be uh, the worst thing. Nah, I should, but
1: yeah, I should. But you know what? We should do. What should we do? News time. Oh yeah, woohoo! Well, this weekend I'm not gonna get to you know, about this, but I'm old. Matt Perry passed away and, uh, I know nobody here really likes Friends except me, but, um, I'm a big Friends guy, so I watched it during the first run. I still watch it. Like, i I got it on Prime, I got every episode. Sometimes I'll just put it on there and kind of do stuff around the house. Not really watch it, but just have it on, because there's really nothing ever on TV, um, when it's not football season. So, so, yeah, he passed this weekend, man. Funny fucker. And, uh, man, rest in peace, Matt Perry. So, that's all I really say about that. But, rest um, in peace. Yeah. And other news. We got some weird news. And we got some video game news. Now, I'm trying to decide. Should I go to the video game news, y'all? You know, or the weird news? Let's go ahead and go to the video game news right yeah, now five nights at freddy's did you ever play this this was a video game at first
2: yeah my uh my nephews love it i've never played it but they told me about it and they absolutely love
1: it it's, a, it's like a horror movie now
2: yeah uh,
1: and it looks like it's doing pretty good so it's got well let me take that back it's got some negative reviews but it's making money at the box office so this one's by Zach zween Looks like this horror film is beating out classic franchises like Halloween and Scream after its first big weekend. So after just one weekend in theaters, Five Nights at Freddy's is already breaking records and racking up an impressive $130 million at the global box office since releasing on October 27th. To less than stellar reviews, following years of rumors and development, the long-anticipated Five Nights at Freddy's movie is finally out. The film... Is based on an incredibly popular, on the incredibly popular horror games, featuring scary animatronics that hunt down protagonists at night. When we first heard, of it, heard about the film all the way back in 2015, or heard about a FNAF film all the way back in 2015, it took nearly a decade to get this uh, movie going or made because the creator and developer, um, <laughs> oh, this shit's written weird. Anyway.
2: you Where are we going with this? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it's not. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't rewrite anyway. So let's just go to this. And now, after all the work, it's out right, just in time for Halloween, folks. Now, if you ask some people, the scariest thing about FNAF or Five Nights at Freddy's uh, might be its very low uh, Rotten Tomato score, but that hasn't stopped. The creepy adaptation from setting numerous box office records and making a ton of money over its opening weekend. So it looks like it's a PG-13, which uh, man, I feel like if it's a horror movie, it should be R. Um, I agree. Starring Josh Josh Hutcherson. I don't know who the fuck is Josh Hutcherson. Closed out its opening weekend with an impressive eighty million in North America and one hundred thirty million globally. Keep in mind, this uh, film only cost twenty million to make, so. They're already making that cashola. Uh, 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 uh. So, have you? Uh, are you going to go see this?
2: No, probably not. But I do need to get back to the movie theater and see some movies. It's been a minute. We need to have a homies movie night. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't uh, like, I haven't seen anything that's really appealed to my interest. But I, I mean, I would fuck it. I'd give it a try though. If anybody wanted to go and see it, yeah, it's kind of like you said. I don't know what the hell
1: we'd go see. There's no no really good movies out that I know of or have seen being advertised, if you will. No, but man, maybe you can go to on one of those, uh, those newer, um,
2: theaters got all the, all the shit in them, man. No, yeah, you've been the, the one over there by Roger Harry that, uh, the Avia theater. I don't think so. I haven't been to it, but, uh, my better half has, and she told me it's nice. They've got the recliner seats, leather, all fancy, nice. I believe they wait on you too. Like they yeah. actually, Oh yeah. You can get like, like wine and stuff in there. Yeah. I've been to one, uh, out in AZ before ages ago when that first became a popular thing and you pick your seats before you actually have like an assigned seat and you have a recliner and can get a cocktail. It was pretty cool, man. I I really liked it. So I wouldn't mind getting down on something like that, but I just wouldn't want to spend that money on the experience for a movie I don't even give a shit about.
0: True. True.
1: True. True. Well, the Switch 2 could look like one of the Nintendo... Switch 2 could look like one of Nintendo's classic handhelds. Did you ever have a 3DS back in the day? I did not. This, uh, this one's by Isaiah Colbert. The 3DS-looking device splits into two and has an external screen because... All right. Uh, Nintendo recently filed a patent for a handheld device with a design that might surprise you. The patent reveals a handheld that looks a lot less than what you thought of the upcoming Switch 2 and more like the 3DS if it had a third screen. The patent, first spotted by GameRant, shows schematics for a dual-screen device it can operate like a 3DS, which flips open to reveal two playable screens. When joined with an extra exterior touchscreen that works even when the device is shut, the handheld can also be split into two separate devices. According to GameIndustry.biz, Nintendo submitted the patenting application for the handheld on November 11, 2022, which could hint at the company's the company which could hint at what the company envisions for the next generation. Of gaming devices. So, oh yeah. I'm looking at this thing. Or the the pictures. And I don't know. It looks kind of... whatever. I'm guessing it's going to have a dock and everything like the other one. Or, well, you know. Why wouldn't you? Um, doo-doo-doo, there's not a date or anything for the Switch 2. I don't... There's nothing. So, this is... But we'll see. Stay tuned on that. <laughs> stand by. Yeah, stand by for for more news on uh, on the Switch 2. And um, hopefully it'll be cool. Hopefully they'll somehow change it into a next-gen system. But I'm kind of doubtful about that. But they need to do some shit like that because, I mean, why not? You know, you need to compete with the, with the other big dogs. Yeah. The big dogs
2: get down.
1: The big dogs. So, um, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> got another, um, not really. I don't know, maybe this is a world record. A 92 year old man hikes Grand Canyon rim to rim by Ben Hooper. A 92 year old man who went on a rim to rim hike sounds almost dirty. I was about to say. Grand <laughs> is believed to be the oldest person to ever complete such a trek. Alfredo Aliaga was born in Spain and was accompanied on his hike by his daughter, North Carolina resident Annabel Aliaga Buccino. His son-in-law, Georgian Buccino, and a pair of uh, volunteer uh, volunteer witnesses on his 24-mile trek. Man, 21 hours of hiking.
2: Whew. God goddamn.
1: That sounds not fun. Aliaga, who had previously hiked the Grand Canyon several times, was greeted by a crowd of 100 supporters as his hike came to a close. It was wonderful, Aliaga told Fox TV stations. I was saying, okay, Alfredo, you made it. It was really unique. Aliaga is now believed to be the oldest person to cross the Grand Canyon, rim-to-rim on foot. A record currently held by John Jumka, who was 91, and he did that in March... Like I said, whether or not he is awarded the Guinness world records title, he's planning to hike the grand Canyon again next year. Wow. Okay. That's cool. Have you, you've
2: been to the grand Canyon, right? I was going to ask you the same. I have been twice and I've been to both rims of that, the South rim and the North rim. Pretty impressive. I I think a lot of people overlook national parks and things like that. As we get older, it used to be a popular thing, pastime to check those kind of places out. Although it's, I imagine it's still popular, but, uh, yeah, I, I would highly suggest if you've never been to the Grand Canyon and you get the opportunity to check it out. It's huge, obviously, the fucking Grand Canyon, but uh more impressive in person than, than you can imagine. So, you, Have you been there before? You've checked it out or not? I have never been there. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it. I, th- I think it's worth a trip Um if anybody's ever out that way. And we went when we were in Vegas this year. I think the North Rim was only about a two, two and a half hour drive. We did that little... Um, overlook you know where it actually extends over the grand canyon oh yeah uh, that thing is fucking creepy it is high as hell up there uh and it's got a glass floor you walk on over the grand canyon so uh, if you don't like heights fucking don't do it dude
1: i don't really like heights well
2: don't do it <sighs> but i probably still do it though i mean i don't know yeah it's it takes you a second to get your uh Your your mind wrapped around what the hell you're doing because it's really weird, and your body reacts to that. At least mine did. And heights never really bothered me that much, but when you go out over on this big horseshoe overlook, and it's a glass floor, and you're I cannot remember how high exactly it was, but thousand plus feet up in the air, and you're looking straight down at that through glass, you get weak in the knees, you get trembly, you get a little anxiety going. I was hugging the side of the rail for quite some time, and it took me a second to step out there, and I did not imagine that's how I would have been. But once I felt comfortable with it, um, you know, it wasn't too bad. It was fun. Definitely made a – definitely a good memory. Hmm.
0: Hello. Oh. What a do? My balls will be tingling,
2: yeah. Yeah, probably me too. Yeah, me too. The with you you're right on that, but <laughs> my balls were tingly.
0: <laughs> Arkansas
1: family suspects a meteorite caused a smoking hole in their deck this one's on YouTube article by Ben Hooper an Arkansas family woke up to the smell of fire discovered uh, they discovered a smoking hole in their deck which they suspect a meteorite may have been to blame John Devane of Greenwood said he and his family woke to the smell of smoke inside their house around 3 a.m. sure it wasn't Whiskriever <laughs> and set about searching for the source they discovered the smoke was coming from a hole in their deck, which had apparently caught fire. Devane said the flames had been extinguished when a corner of the family's hot tub melted from the heat, causing it to pour water onto the deck. Firefighters investigated the hole in the deck and were unable to identify the likely cause, other than it appeared that a fire had started from the ground. Devane said he and his family later sorted through the debris with a magnet and found a small magnetic rock in the hole left by the fire. The family suspects the rock might have been the remains of a meteorite, but to confirm their suspicions, it would take it would have to be examined by the U.S. Geological Survey, a process that can take well over a year to complete. A California family had a similar experience in August when a ball of ice fell out of the sky and crashed through the roof of their or roof of John Leclerc's house in Big Bear. family said they were not able to get any answers as to whether. The bowling bowling ball-sized ice chunk was the remains of a meteorite, or if it had fallen from a passing airplane. Hmm.
2: Hmm. And that's crazy.
1: I saw that's that picture. It
2: definitely looks like a meteorite. Well, a meteorite hole that struck the deck. It was <laughs> definitely odd. So. Definitely,
1: definitely crazy shit. They need a real big one to come and just wipe this whole fucking Earth back out. I don't uh, I mean. Yeah, to uh, it's time to start over because we we definitely fucking up out here. Gonna send the goddamn meteorite, asteroid, whatever.
2: Send it, send it right now, because it's time to hit a reset button on this shit, folks. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, the only time a meteorite's ever hit somebody, it happened in Alabama. Did you know you that know. it hit somebody? Yeah, happened to a woman named. Uh, Anne Elizabeth Fowler Hodges, this is back in 1954, called the Silicaga meteorite, and of all places, I've actually seen the sign where she actually uh, had lived, I've been saying actually a lot tonight, I don't know why, that's like my word of the night, but yeah, true story, a meteorite hit her back in 1954, went through the roof, she was laying on her couch, and after it bounced around, it hit her, and there's a picture of her with a big-ass bruise on her, I believe, I don't see that picture right now, I think it was on her back or her leg, but there's other published reports of people getting hit by one, but this is a confirmed report and it happened here in Alabama. So send a bigger one, wipe us all out and we'll try again in another million years. (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. And a little factoid. You know how much she got for the rock? She ended up selling it. Um, uh, you know what? This is 1954. I still feel like she got lowballed. $500. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. She yeah. could have swung that thing on eBay if it was <laughs> if it was uh, now maybe got some more money or whatever. Yeah, that's uh it says Ann Hodges wasn't uncomfortable with the public attention and the stress of the dispute over ownership of the meteorite. They ended up donating it well, I guess they got the uh, five hundred. Well, what happened? There's some weird ownership questions, but they ended up donating it. I guess they ended up getting it back and donating it to the Alabama Museum of Natural History. In 1956. So if you ever want to see a meteorite that has hit somebody, there's also a slice of it at the Smithsonian, and the other portion is in the Alabama Museum of Natural History. So, yeah, I wonder how often that actually happens. Where meteorites? I mean, they they fall every day, right? Uh yes. Yeah. So wonder what's the odds in, in some lifetime somebody's just going to take one to the dome and get wiped out by a meteorite.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Things that make you a fool of me. Things that make you
1: me. Oh, well, it looks like uh, the Lions beat the Raiders 26 to 14. And uh, yeah.
2: So, bam. You like Pat McAfee? I do. Um,. you know what I've thought about this this weekend I was really excited for him to be on game day I think he's really good energetic but man I I think he's also one of those guys too much of Pat McAfee is not a good thing (laughs) how do you feel about him I like him I think he's a little bit broy but I like him yeah I think that's the way I feel I think most of the time I I I do like him uh I, I think his insights are good he's a breath of fresh air Something new appeals to kind of, well, yeah, the bros a bit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I just think that high energy constantly, I think hanging around him sometimes would just be a little much. Yeah, he got to be on Coke or something, man. I was going to say, yeah, he's got to be Coke and Red Bulls and shit all the time. Yeah, I don't know. He's, uh, He's
1: definitely doing something there, man. I don't know. Oh, what it is. I don't know what it is. He got but, the money. Yeah, the show's not bad, man. I watch the
2: show sometimes, and uh, I like his studio setup and stuff. It's pretty cool. His studio yeah. setup's cool, man, and he's actually a pretty good interviewer. I think he's relatable as hell, and he's laid back, so he brings out uh, he brings out that, that side and the people he interviews. Watching him interview Saban, Saban that was a little more relaxed than you're accustomed to when you get a Nick Saban interview, it was, was fun. So, yeah, I do like him, though. Oh, Pat and Mackey, baby.
1: Ooh. Well, let's go ahead and get into a quick break here, folks, so you can get your drink on, or get your drink, no drugs, I right. can take the Shia or P.S. Man's right back here, and we'll get into a vintage gamer review and some other shit. See you in a bit.
2: drinking on a night there Jay Wiggs. oh sorry i slid back in my seat a little late you know what tonight i am just having some some water being a good boy tonight some water yeah i've got to be good i got to go back to the doctor in the morning oh the doctor i know it i gotta see him he's gonna take this big ass mummified bandage off my arm and Hopefully, we'll be in a nice little bitty splint that's removable, so I can actually wash my goddamn arm after two weeks of having it in this wrap. You're probably funky. Ooh, ooh! I bet it stank. Me smelling like store bought ranch dressing. Ew. Ew. So, no, I've, I've been good. But besides my stinky ass arm, I have been thinking, though. I forgot Jarvis Beavers had gotten me a nice bottle of that uh, Monkey in Paradise vodka. You got down on that as well, didn't you? You've tried oh, yeah. it before? That's pretty good. That's pretty good, man. I, I like it a lot. I, I thought about cracking that tonight, but I think I'm going to save that for this weekend. Chilling and uh, try to go a little bit on the uh, vodka side, maybe make a vodka cocktail or something like that. And you know what I saw earlier? Speaking of drinks, uh, did you ever watch that show, Deadliest Catch? Yeah, yeah, the uh, crab Fisherman? Yeah, great show. Loved it back in the two thousands and uh, even beyond. Then I think it was on for quite some time. It's, it's still like
1: thirty years.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's great show. I I I haven't got into it the past couple of years as much as I as I should have. Remember like... the big fat hairy guy? I think he died though. And one yeah, of his or something. Was it Captain Phil? Right. Yeah! 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 He had a shot that he liked to drink up in Alaska at the uh, bar called a duck fart. Oh. And man, <laughs> I, think, it, I think I remember this. Dude, they, those look good. I told my wife earlier. I was like, I got to make this. And I'm, I'm going off of memory. So uh, if I'm wrong, fuck it. But I think it's a layer of Kahlua, then a uh, layer of Bailey's. Sounds bad. Uh, layer of Kahlua, layer of Bailey's, and then a layer of whiskey on top. So, oh, God no, you wouldn't get down. You don't like Kahlua. No, that sounds horrible. I may make some this weekend. I'll tell uh, you what. Does uh, not. A little uh, little no. Shit. Uh, fuck no no. <laughs> that sounds bad. What's co- that's like coffee liqueur, right? Yeah, it's coffee liqueur. <laughs> I'm gonna double check now. That now sounds I'm gonna... like diarrhea. <laughs> that sounds like I'd instantly shit myself. Yeah, you'll be uh. <laughs> As always, you're always welcome to. <laughs> after all your, after all your duck farts, I was right. A duck fart is layered shot with Kalua Bailey's Irish Cream and whiskey, but it's got very good ratings. Is there a shot that you like, or you just want to do straight up? I, uh, I'm, I'm old school, man. I like straight up whiskey.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it, man. I don't like. I don't do a lot of mixed drinks, man. There's
2: too much sugar um, involved, man. That doesn't feel good in the morning. No, I, that's, uh, I'm still learning as I get older, trying to learn how to balance my drinking out and what I need to drink to feel better the next day. So I'm gonna try to limit that this weekend. I may try to migrate to that monkey in paradise because I typically feel better when I have something like a vodka um, all night and a little bit of beer. So I'm gonna pace myself this weekend. Nine o'clock. <laughs> Always happens, so, but uh, yeah, well, the duck fart doesn't sound like it's going over very well. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll bust him out anyways. Uh, who the hell keeps Kahlua on hand, though? We do not. I'd have to go get some.
1: Yeah. That shit's nasty. I, mean, I don't know anybody who fucking just drinks that shit. Oh, I got Kahlua on hand. Unless, I guess, you make black Russians with them, I think.
2: But who the fuck drinks a black Russian? That's nasty, man. I do not. I know uh, me and Jarvis got down on a bunch of white Russians one night, uh, which are pretty good, man. I like the white russian what the fuck's a black russian i think it's
1: that and uh what else is in a fucking i don't know i know it's kalua and something
2: else <laughs> uh was it vodka uh, you're it? gonna you're gonna you're gonna make me look this up the black <laughs> russian is a simple two-part cocktail com- combining vodka and kalua okay. yeah that just doesn't sound good to me so it's yeah vodka and Kahlu- that doesn't sound good with the- to make vodka and Kahlua, okay, yeah, I can do a shot. I don't, I don't hate Kahlua, but now, but I, that doesn't sound very good. No, it does not. Oh
1: man! Remember the Super Nintendo original? They made so many versions of this game, and I don't think we've reviewed it here before. I know I reviewed the the Switch Mario Kart 8, um, but the original SNES Mario Kart. Classic. Man! Great. Dirt. I used to play the hell out of that game. Yeah. And uh, they've had so many different variations on it. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Nintendo version, right? Right. It was the uh, kart racing game developed and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo. The first game in the Mario Kart series. It was a game released in Japan and North America in '92, and in and in Europe the following year, '93. Selling 8.76 million copies worldwide, the game went on to become the fourth best-selling Super Nintendo game of all time. Super Mario Kart was re-released on the Wii's Virtual Console in 2009, on the Wii U's Virtual Console in 2013, and on the new Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console in 2016. Nintendo re-released Super Mario Kart in 2017 as part of the company Super NES Classic Edition. In Super Mario Kart, you got one of eight Mario series characters. Each with differing capabilities. In single player mode, players can race against other er, computer controlled characters in four multi-race cups consisting of 20 tracks, five in each cup, over three difficulty levels, 50cc, 100cc, and 150cc. During the races, offensive and uh, speed boosting power-ups can be used to gain an advantage. Alternatively, players can race against the clock in a time trial mode. In multiplayer mode, two players can simultaneously take part in the cups or can race against each other in one-on-one match race mode. In a third player, multi-mode, battle mode, game... Uh, The aim uh, is to defeat the other players by attacking them with power-ups, destroying balloons, which surround each kart. Super Mario Kart received positive reviews and was praised for its presentation, innovation, and use of Mo7 graphics. It has been ranked among the greatest video games of all time by several magazines and organizations. It is often credited with creating the kart racing subgenre of video games, leading other developers to duplicate its success the game is seen as having been key to expanding the mario series into non-platforming games this diversity has led to becoming the best-selling game franchise of all time several secrets include several sequels to super mario kart have been released for consoles and in arcades each enjoying critical and commercial success while some elements have been developed throughout the series the core experience from super mario kart has remained intact I think just about everybody played this game. Came out. Bought it. I don't know if it was ever bundled with the Super Nintendo at any point. But. Man, what a fun fucking game this was. A multiplayer. Man, just a good game. Great game. Because of all the. If there would have been an online. But that wasn't, that wasn't really happening back then. But. Yeah man. And then the new new one is good too, but I think I already uh, reviewed that one. You got two single player, single player modes, GP and Time Trial. And GP, one player is required to race against seven computer, computer controlled characters in a series cup of five races, which are called Cups. But ba doom, but a Pretty simple stuff here, folks. I did replay this again and it was still fun, man. I could play this one for hours but sometimes that is not the case with some games. I feel like this one you could probably play with your kids if you had them, too, even though the new one, you know, it's a lot better, but still, this one's still fun.
2: Yeah, great game. Yeah, so. I think it was packaged with a couple of consoles. I want to say it was, but don't quote me on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody's played this, man. I don't really have to go into the gameplay. It was uh, produced by Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto and directed by Tadashi Sugiyama. How the hell you direct a video game? Oh, uh, And Hideki Kano. The development team set up to produce a racing game capable of displaying two players on the same game screen simultaneously in contrast to the single player game F-Zero, which is also a cool game. This led to simpler tracks than those of F-Zero. Um, creating an as initial emphasis on a two-player experience for the. is the reason for the game's horizontal split screen during single-player. Battle mode was developed from the desire to create a one-on-one mode where victory was not determined simply by competing for rank. Masato Kimura, who worked on F-Zero, served as the lead programmer for Super Mario Kart. Yeah, when so when this one came out, everybody loved it, man. Everybody loved it. Sequels out the ass. I'm gonna go, ahead and go with a <laughs> That's a four out of five, folks.
0: Whew. Pretty
1: good, pretty good. I might even go 0.5, but we'll just leave it at four. You could be four point five. Very good. Who is your favorite character to pick? I liked Yoshi, man. Yoshi? Okay. I think, yeah, he was on there. And uh yeah, it was... Was it...
2: Cause so many versions, man. Yeah, I think it was Yoshi, yeah. Yeah. Yoshi. Uh, who? Donkey Kong Jr., Yoshi, Bowser, Koopa Troopa, Mario, Toad, Luigi, and the Princess. Oh, yeah. Who was yours? Bowser.
1: love oh, Bowser.
2: He yeah, was cool. He was cool, and he looked so fucking ridiculous seeing the big enemy at the end of the game tucked on a fucking go-kart. Um, yeah, I like Bowser a lot. I want to know who pitched this and how that pitch went over in a Nintendo boardroom one day, because I think it's a fucking brilliant idea, but if you're talking about the Mario games and then someone comes in there and is like, hey, why don't we take every character in the game and make them race go-karts? Yeah, it kind of sounds like a weird idea. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But man, did it did it ever work, man. Great. Great, great, great game. Loved it, still love it. My uh, nephew's got a old SNES and we got that game and get down every once in a while when he whips it out, when I go visit. So great game, timeless classic. Agree, I'd go 4.5 farts. I'd give him that extra .5. Uh, We mentioned it before and probably on many uh, episodes. I think one of the trademarks of a good game is just longevity. And this game is still as fun as it ever was.
0: I was always a princess, yeah. Oh
2: god.
1: Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh jeez. Um
0: I'll never apologize for my femininity.
1: Oh god. Why well, oh. do in the chelon. Um <laughs> So yeah. Go play it again if you have not. Get on a switch or go uh, find an old console or break it back out man because it'll be worth it of course you know you know
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah man um you going anywhere this week for work? Or are you pretty much stuck at the house? I'll be stuck at the house. I don't think I'm going to be traveling until January until I'm fully uh, healed because I can't really lift my ladder, uh, tool bags, shit like that. I'm not decrepit. I'm just not supposed to lift more than five pounds in my right arm for twelve weeks. So, um, and I really don't want to have to do another surgery. So, yeah, p- probably on desk duty until January. So nice and. Chilling at the house. Probably not the worst time of year to do it, man. Holidays, kind of slow down and shit. Um, be chilling. Oh man, so you gotta do desk duty. Yeah, yeah. desk duty.
1: I ain't too bad, man. You will be chilling, hanging out, yeah.
2: trying right,
1: well, how
2: to chill. So, is the has uh, the old lady been doing the meal prep for you, or what's up with that? I've been doing a little bit of it. This week, what did we get down? We had some uh, sausage this week, a little bit of steak, as always, on the menu, some salmon, and she had something else, and I cannot remember what it was. She's been buying for herself and for work at uh, lunch at work some of those uh, prepackaged meals. I can't remember which company she gets, but, you know, the nutrition companies will prepackage you meals and shit. And, uh, See, that would kill me, man, having to eat at work. I always had to get out. Yeah, she's. I give her just, a
1: lot of She's money, though. I will give her that. I mean, that's not a bad for saving money. I get it. But, man, I hate doing that shit. I'm going to go in that fucking little break room and, like, Ugh. warm up a fucking Tupperware container. Or some oh, shit. no. I
2: like, go yeah, out and get some shit. She's very much a, a good office worker um and fits in and she's got a good team i give her credit i know a lot of the people she works with um uh, they, they they're friends they get along they have a pretty good team they stay busy so days go by fast so that's not as bad but when i've worked in soul crushing environments and i think the difference was i have never loved my jobs she loves hers so uh, uh, i think it makes it a little, huh? it makes it a little easier but yeah, yeah. i, I When I worked in, like, an office, I'm the same. Even when I brought lunch, I'd have to go to my car and eat or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'd go out of my car, smoke a few bowls, and dip somewhere, come back.
2: Shit. But um, Yeah, I'm glad. I'm better working at home. But I also do so much. Um, I'm, I'm very busy. I stay busy. I knock my workout quick. You know, if I need to work late and catch up on shit, I'll do it. I don't have a problem with that. I try to be fair with my time, but... Man, if I need to get some laundry started or take the trash out, get the mail and shit, I like being able to do that shit during the day. Um, So are you pretty steady working during the day then? I stay pretty steady. I I think our work is almost how long it takes you to get your work done, but it balances out in the end. Like this time of the year, we're pretty pretty slow. So, I mean, an honest week's work is probably 25, 30 hours. uh, When it's busy and uh, storm seasons, things like that for me, you know you might be putting in 45 50 so in the end it all balances out pretty good work-life balance but that's kind of how i like it
1: oh i got you i got you we'll see let's go ahead and get PL. Oh.
2: man what a just horrendous week for picks here yeah well uh, you and i were both on ncaa sitting at 50 percent four out of eight four out of eight Edge eddis with five out of eight uh, a little better on NFL, though, so don't fret just yet. Nine out of 16 for you, Grant Mills. You led the team. Uh, came in right behind you, eight for 16 for 50%, and Wiss, seven for 16. Can't even pick on him because he has just an double. Uh, and we're all one, one, one off. So your NFL picks weren't too bad. What do you think about this week? I think we got some good games lined up. Let me go ahead and kick off the NCAA. All right. Let me get my, you know what? I have a handy dandy notebook down here. I guess what my daughter did. She drew a bunch of fucking <laughs> faces all over it. So I'm going to save the big game for last. I'm going to make, right, now, Swiss. is Wiss still around wanting to pick? Hi, oh God, he never left. All right we got some good games this week, though. I, like I said, I, I have a feeling we're going to have another upset. I'm not going to be bold saying there's going to be several, but we're going to start off with uh, Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Grant Mills, you like the Aggies or the Rebels? Rebels. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Ole Miss has been playing pretty good. I'll go Ole Miss. Wiss, who you got?
0: Yeah, I know I'm on the line, trying.
2: Ole Miss for Wiss on the Lane train. Kansas State versus Texas. I know this Mm. one stands out as a quick Longhorns win, but Kansas State is not as bad as people would put them. Um, I'm going to go Longhorns myself. Grant, who you got? Yeah, I'm going Texas. Yeah, they've been pretty good. Wiss, what you say?
0: I'm going K State
2: now. I don't think that's a bad pick. Notre Dame playing Clemson. Clemson's finally getting, not good, but Notre Dame's still 7-2, and two, number 12 in the country. They're playing at Clemson. Grant, who you got on this one? Notre Dame. I'm going to go underdog Clemson on this one. Notre Dame likes to shit a egg every year that they shouldn't, and I'm having a weird feeling that's going to be this week. So I'll take Clemson, even though I don't know why. Wiss, who you got?
0: I'm not yeah. Clemson
2: like it great game coming up in the sec east number 14 mizzou is it not weird that mizzou one is an sec east and two is a competitor for the sec east this year uh mizzou at georgia grant mills what do you think about this game and who you got right, no my I'm, I'm going georgia <laughs> <laughs> oh i shouldn't but I'm hoping against Georgia for the Alabama streak. I am going to go Mizzou surprises and shocks the football world. Wizz, who you got? Jaya. You guys are much smarter than I am. Penn State at Maryland. Again, I think this is a good game. Penn State's been really good. Maryland, man, have you watched any Maryland games? They actually have a good team. Uh, Talia, Talua, Talia, Kalua, Tagovioa has played <laughs> pretty good, they start really well, and then third, fourth quarter, they just start trailing, so number nine, Penn State, Nittany Lions, at five and three, Maryland, Grant Mills, who you got? Penn State. I'm going to make the good pick as well, Penn State, Whis, what you say? I'm oh, a Maryland, yeah. Uh-uh-uh. Not a bad pick, this one's interesting too. Sixteen Oregon State led by DJ Ugolale. Uh versus and back at home primetime Colorado. So Oregon State at Colorado, Grant Mills. Who you like? Oh man. I'm gonna go Oregon State. All right. I like that pick. I think uh I think Colorado gets their shit together. I see the buffs coming back on this one.
0: On Colorado, yeah.
2: All right, this is a good game as well. We've actually got a pretty good lineup this week. Number five, Washington. Man, they're undefeated. 8-0, 5-0 in the Pac-12 at USC. 7-2, 5-1 in the Pac-12, number 24 in the country. Number five, Washington at 24, USC. Grant Mills, who do you got? Huskies. I'm going to go underdog. I'm going to say USC comes back. Wiss, what you say?
0: I'm going huskies, yeah. I love huskies;
2: they're so cute. They are cute. They're dopey dogs. They're funny. Oh, they're, they are too much energy for my taste. All right, Grant Mills, our number eight game and the most important game of the weekend. We've got number eight Alabama, number thirteen LSU at Tuscaloosa. Do I even have to ask who you got? <sighs> I can't, man. This is a this is a hard one though, but I'm gonna go Bama. It's not an easy one. I agree with that. Putting my biases aside, Alabama and a mobile quarterback scares me. I think the bye week benefits Alabama. I think LSU had one as well. I could be wrong, but I think it benefits Bama. Uh, they're at home. Jaden Daniels is a really good quarterback, but the Alabama's defense is so damn good. If they play well, if Alabama's offense can just mix it up like they did the second half against Tennessee, give their defense a break, let them rest, come out there, I think Alabama's going to win uh, over-under. We talked about that earlier, 60 points. I think they're under on that. Alabama's the favorite by now, but they're only a three-point favorite. So um, you're looking at a 67-degree weather. night in Tuscaloosa, we'll be sitting on duck farts, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bama as well, wiss What'd you say on that one? You know I'm
0: going
2: Bama, yeah. Roll tide. Alright, well, that's our lineup. We got a lot of different ones this week. Let's see if my long shots play off. I bet they don't, but I think we're gonna have a good week, good lineup, and uh some good times with the homies over here. So alright. Grant, if you want to kick off the NFL for us,
1: Oh yeah, let's go ahead and get into the NFL picks for this coming uh, week, we are in week nine already, good lord, good lord, that is, no, we're in, are we in week nine, yeah, week nine, duh, Uh, Thursday, we got Tennessee and Pittsburgh, yeah. Man,
2: that's your team. Where are you going with? Yeah, I'm gonna rock. I'm gonna rock the Steelers on it.
1: I'm gonna go Pittsburgh as well. Wiss Tennessee, yeah. And now we got the Sunday slate coming up. My, this should be a good game. Miami at Kansas City.
2: Ooh, that will be a damn good game. You know what? I'm gonna say MIA.
1: I'm going Kansas City. I think they get it back. I'm going MIA. Uh, Minnesota at Atlanta. I'm gonna go Minnesota. Kirk Cousins is out for the season. I'm going Atlanta. Come
0: I'm, I'm going
2: AT. We got Arizona at Cleveland. Gotta go to the Browns. Yep, I'm going Cleveland.
0: Yeah, I'm over with it. Cleveland, yeah.
1: Los Angeles Rams at Green Bay Packers. I'm gonna go LA Rams. I'm going to LA too, man. Jordan Love sucks. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to L.A., yeah. Uh, well, you got Washington and New England. Mm, I'm, I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to New England on that. I'm going Washington, uh, Chicago and New Orleans. Chicago and New Orleans? I'm going to go New Orleans. Man, both not very good. I'm going to New Orleans, though. I, I'm
0: going to go Chicago, yeah.
1: And right. and then Seattle at Baltimore.
2: Really, I'm gonna go Baltimore.
1: <sighs> going Baltimore on that.
2: I'm going Seattle. Yeah.
1: Got a uh, Tampa Bay at Houston. Ooh, ooh,
0: I'm
2: gonna go Tampa Bay.
1: Tampa Bay. <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go houston on this one
0: i'm gonna
1: tampa bay yeah i got uh indianapolis at carolina got their first
2: win Bryce Young. Yeah, i don't they think do. they do yeah i don't think they do it again though i'm gonna go indy i'm going indy
0: i'm going carolina again
1: Oh yeah, New York uh, Giants at Las Vegas. Oh man, these two teams suck it. I'm. A... What do you think? Oh my God, you you had something
2: you were gonna say. You pick first. Uh, I'm gonna go Vegas, actually. Yeah, I think that's the route I'm going. Man, the Giants just suck. What happens in
1: Vegas stays in Vegas, yeah. All right, and Dallas. At... Oh, we got a divisional game. Dallas at.
0: Philly.
2: Ooh, damn good game. Man, Dallas is fucking bipolar. They looked great this week, Philly. I think Philly's got it. Yeah, I'm going
1: Philly.
0: Y'all know a little cheesesteak, yeah.
1: All right. Here we are. Buffalo at Cincy. Didn't Ooh. they just play? <laughs> the fuck? I feel like they just
2: played. Oh, God, we were doing last week's picks. Oh. <laughs> <gasps> Buffalo and Cincy. Uh God, I need Cincy. I need Joe Burra. Seven and one this year, or seven and one so far. They're on so, a roll, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cincy. <sighs> I know you like Buffalo.
1: Yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, I
0: know I'm going with Joe Cool and yeah,
1: Cincinnati. They do call him Joe Cool, don't they? They do. Monday, November sixth, we got LA Chargers, New York Jets. Oh, I'm gonna go Jets. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jets too. They've been doing good.
0: Yeah, I'm going LA yeah. all day. LA. Yeah.
1: All right, boom, boom, boom. So we got Denver, Detroit, San Francisco, and
2: Jacksonville on the bye. And that's it for the pick show. Got a lot of good games this week, professional Mm -hmm. and uh, collegiate. So I think we uh, hope we see some fireworks, man. I was just actually checking that uh, Colorado game's a 9 o'clock game. So we're going to have some good evening slate on Saturday. And I think that's daylight saving too. Is that right? That's going to
1: happen this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be getting dark hella fast. Hate that. You like shit. that. You don't like that. You like it when it's like eight o'clock
2: and then it gets dark, huh? Yeah, man. I, I like the the late night. uh You know, the sun setting later in the evening. I don't like that four o'clock shit. It's not as bad that I'm mostly at home. It still sucks because it'll be like five o'clock. You look outside and you're like, "God damn, is it bedtime?" Um, but it's not, but man, when I used to have to drive from downtown or some shit working and stuff and it gets dark at like four thirty, that sucks driving home in that bullshit. Yeah, I can see that. I kind of like it
1: sometimes and well, I guess it just depends. Um, so the thing is, uh, make me get my ass up out of bed before 10 o'clock. I got to
2: stop doing that shit. Then yeah. I get, get home way earlier if I get out earlier, so. Man, let's meet for some runs in the morning. and go out on a 6 o'clock run and shit. Oh, you mean like an actual run? No. (laughs) I've (laughs) I've tried that. I'm not a morning workout person. I can't get down. I don't like running, man. I think that shit's pointless. Uh, (laughs) Well, for longevity and health, it's not pointless and shit, but man, it sucks. I I mean, these fuckers that run all the time, you can't tell me that it's not like overexerting
1: your fucking heart. You're running when you don't have to run. I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, why are you doing this shit all the time? Like, your ass is gonna, your heart's gonna wear out, man. You gotta find a ball. You're balance. running every fucking day for an hour when you don't normally do that. Usually, the reason humans run is to, you know, I don't know, you're getting chased by a bear or, you know, some shit like that. I could see like training, but like an hour every day, like, it seems excessive. Like, what are you doing? Like, fucking,
2: I don't understand. I get bored you know? after. 30 minutes of it. I don't, I don't run fast though. I I really kind of slowly jog and shit. Nothing uh but I've never been a really fast person. I used to have some good sprint speed. I could run decently fast uh for maybe even a 40 and a 60 because we had to do 60s in baseball, but um uh, yeah, after I hit that point, man, I just slowed down sluggish as hell. So yeah, I I don't I don't look forward to the the time change. At least we kind of gain an hour back on some sleep. Uh, fall back so that'd be kind of nice if uh, saturday we up late in some shit get you a little hour back for the next day good slate of games of this weekend i think the 230 games that missouri georgia game we talked about uh alabama starting at six forty five, and colorado and oregon state at nine o'clock so that's probably going to be the lineup i said over at the house although we also got oklahoma and oklahoma state playing oklahoma losing to kansas this weekend Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud as I'm going through the games. California at Oregon. I know you like the Ducks, number six. And then what else we got? Purdue and Michigan. <laughs> looking at the other games in the slate, it's gonna be a fun weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What it do? Ooh. <sighs>
1: You uh, got any, uh, any thoughts or final thoughts or anything? Uh, you want to get off
2: your chest quotation? You know what? There's a great quotation from The Witch. I normally do some liquor and whiskey, but man, this is a uh, scary movie. If you've never seen The Witch, go watch it. You've got one more day. Happy Halloween tomorrow. But Thomasina in the movie said, When I sleep, my spirit slips away from my body and dances naked. With the devil. Oh! She was a creepy bitch in that movie. The Witch, great movie. I think it came out in like 2016. Go watch it if you haven't. Oh, go watch it, bitches.
0: Wells? I'm out here. I'm gonna cuddle a cuddler, baby. How are you?
1: Ew. Yeah, he are didn't say anything. He's that guy. He's so whipped. <laughs> He's so whipped. Oh! episode 120 check out the old episodes all the way down to the first one all the way back up to this one 120 and also i hope you guys have a great week a great weekend come back here 9 30 in the fucking dirty folks i'm gonna leave you with this i love being married it's so great to find that one special person you want to annoy for the rest of your life rita redner all you guys have a great week and great weekend. Like I said, it's back here, 9.30 and a dirty. We'll see you then. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>